Hey everybody, this is Wes from the Console Gaming Crew Podcast, and we want to proudly say that we are a part of the Boss Rush Network at BossRush.net. BossRush.net is a place where you can find up-to-date news articles, blogs, and podcasts about video games. In addition to that, there is a growing collection of podcasts, not just in the gaming community, but other communities as well. We are honored to be a part of such a great network of podcasters and content creators. So please stop by and give everyone a listen at BossRush.net. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Remembers what it be. Hey ho. Hi. Hey ho, hey ho. I mean, that was about as close to getting back to it as we do. Yeah. Hey ho. Yeah, that was, yeah. Anyway, we are finally, after quite a long stretch, bringing you a new episode of Heroes and Villains. I can't even tell you the last one that we did. Couldn't tell you. Resident Evil, oh, maybe? Oh, shit. I don't know. I don't think I it was already. I'd have to. I'd have to. I'd have to look back in the logs. I'm. I'm really not sure. But for today's episode of Heroes and Villains, it kind of worked out perfect. We are doing the Uncharted trilogy, and it works because there's three of us. There's three games, so it was easy to get. It was easy to get villains here. Yeah. So, for anyone that hasn't played the original, and and again, we're sticking mainly with the three games. There is a fourth one, Uncharted Four: Thieves End, that came out. Um, but we kind of left that out. We'll touch on a little bit of it when we discuss uh, when we discuss a little bit about Drake's Nathan Drake's backstory. But for the most part, we kind of stuck away from that one. But if you have not played any of the Uncharted games, first of all, I highly recommend them to anybody. So I think Wes last... figured it out. I thought he froze for a second. I was like watching. I was like, Did he <laughs> is he alive? No. So our last um our last Heroes and Villains was actually uh, season three. Um, episode 36, and it was Banjo and Kazooie. Oh, yeah. The lovely half hour Touché. run. That one actually yeah. was, was nice. That, that was actually really fun talking about Gruntilda and all that. Yeah. Stuff. Oh, yeah. That was, that, was, that was super fun. Yeah. And the one before that, actually, I think was Anthony's idea. Didn't we do GTA? Right? Did we not I do GTA? We did do. No, no, we did. Because we did GTA, um, one right, of us yeah. had Trevor, one of us had Franklin, one of us had uh, Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the fuck? My. My still broke ass toe i just Ow. banged it again <laughs> man, um, my man singing shit yeah. so yeah for anyone who has not played the uncharted games i do recommend them for anybody other than dan or people like dan who do not like platforming because platforming <laughs> is a large portion of the game and especially if you're someone who hates platforming like dan does it's especially rough in the first Uncharted. it does progressively get better but the controls are a tad touchy and wonky in the first game. I ran off many a cliff by accident, like just trying to tap the controls to go one direction. Shut I down. flew off a cliff, but uh, it does get better as it goes on. But the story in a, in, a, in a nutshell, basically, of all three games is you play as Nathan Drake, who is essentially a treasure hunter. Um, and in each game you know, prioritizes a different treasure. They kind of get more and more large and grandiose as you go along. You know, an Uncharted 1, um, Eldorado. Drake's Fortune, you're looking for Eldorado. In Uncharted 2, Among Thieves, it's uh, Shambhala and the Chintamani Stone. And then in Uncharted 3, you're looking, you're hunting for the Atlantis of the Sands. Uh, so in each game, yeah, a lot of platforming, treasure hunting, and a lot of crazy cool action scenes in between. So in a nutshell... You know, that's what these games are about. 
but let's jump in. We're going to do Nathan Drake first. We're kind of going to collectively go over some things about him, and then we'll break into our each of our individual things. So for starters, as I clicked out of my notes like the genius that I am. He's a murderer. Uh, Nathan Drake. Now, I don't know how far back you dug, but I'm sure one of you did. Do you know when Nathan Drake was born and what his name was when he was born? If you did not, I got it. I just didn't know what, you know, what what you got. Nathan Nate Drake, born 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 Nathan <laughs> Morgan. Yes. He was born Nathan Morgan in 1975. Um, his first appearance is in uh, Uncharted Drake's Fortune. His last appearance ends up in Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. Uh, Wes, I'll let take a little bit about the, a little bit more about this part because, one, this is his area of expertise, and I know he'll know a little bit more than I will about who he is voiced by, which is Nolan North. And Wes can give you a little more things that Nolan North has done because I know he's a huge fan of his. Yeah. That's why I've played a lot of games and I've seen a lot of things that he's been a part of as yeah, well. Yeah, so um, when it comes down to Nolan North, he is, he is essentially one of the biggest known uh, voice he's actors. Gold. He's like yeah. gold standard. He, he truly is. Um, he played Desmond Miles in the Assassin's Creed series. You had him, uh, he was played David in the Last of Us series. He was in Saints Row. Um, he played Tony Stark in the uh, Marvel's Avengers game. Um, and, at, and for a time, he was um, for uh, Ghost for the Destiny series. They went ahead, yeah, I mean, when he, they changed, um, when they changed from Peter Dinklage, they went to Nolan North. And he was also in a soap opera, I believe, is what started his career. I think he was on like a some soap opera. I, for, I forget what it was called. You, you can look it I up. I believe wanna... that it is a General Hospital spinoff. That's called Port Charles. Really? Oh, okay. Yes. And everyone knows General Hospital. It's like the one, it's like if you've never watched a soap opera in your life and you say list one General Hospital, it's about all you're going to get. That in Days of Our Lives. He played Dr. <laughs> Chris Ramsey. It oh, debuted in did 1990. you watch it? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Nose, bub. I just, know how to f- I just know how to fill in really well. Out of boy. And it debuted in 1997. Oh, my God. I should have been like, boy. I did. I did. It was... It was it was amazing. I used to Incredible. watch with my grandma. Those are shows. I, I yeah. did watch. We and, watched. And um, as of recently, <laughs> I watched with my grandmother. As of recently, he has been portrayed by Tom Holland. Because yes, there's right. an Uncharted movie that has been released. Um, a little uh, bit here, about... Here, here's, oh, here, wait, yeah. here's another. Who, who played him in the uh, unofficial live, live, uh, live action Oh, that was one. Nathan Fillion. Yeah, okay. Yep, yeah. Nathan Fillion, whom originally, myself included, everyone was campaigning for to be Correct. Nathan Drake in yes. the movie. 100%. Until people started to realize that that wasn't the time frame that they were going for with the yes. movie, so it wouldn't have made sense. But if they ever do, he's 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 perfect. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's absolutely perfect. He, man, he, 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 he little... kind of looks like him. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm just you know, that is seriously the wildest thing. Like, when they created, um, when they created Nathan Drake, it's like, holy shit. I don't care what everybody like, says. They used his likeness on purpose. Oh, I, absolutely. Right? Like if they, if they didn't, it's like, oh, you coincidentally made him a look like a real person who, lo- who looked like a real person whose name is also Nathan, <laughs> who was a famous yeah. actor, by the way. <laughs> yeah, like, like, come on, you're so, all full of shit. Now, did anyone? Lies. Now, do you know who his personality was based off of when they were coming up with the character for these games? When they were coming up with Nathan Drake, who they had in mind? I mean, the only thing I could think of is Indiana Jones. That's that's very good. Um, they at the, the same time the we're two... also old enough to have watched 
you know what I the mean? The pe- Indiana Jones movies. The the inspiration that they took and the two people specifically that they Oh, that they there it is right there. Yep. Johnny Harrison Knoxville Ford and Harrison and, Ford. Yep. Johnny yeah. Knoxville. That's Johnny dope. Knoxville and Harrison Ford. Absolutely. That is um, uh, that's one of dope. Tennessee's they, greatest. Yeah, and they did take because the because the games have such a heavy emphasis on you know history and treasure and exploration and stuff like that they did take a lot from the indiana jones movies a lot from national treasure one of the ways i explain this game to people that have never played it i'm like have you ever seen the movie national treasure put that into a video game it's kind of the same put thing. that in a video game and take away the disneyfication yes of like absolutely. not killing people yeah. and that's essentially yeah, you what kill, you yeah have. you can't kill a lot of people and that's why <laughs> yeah. that's why i said when you first started nathan drake and you paused and i said is a murderer yeah, so they big deal. Him. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, honestly, I I love that argument that people have though because everybody goes like he's he's one of the biggest serial killers in video games. If you Who? look yeah, at but, uh, if you look at everything he's done in all the Uncharted games and how many mercenaries he's killed. Yeah, but, what, the thing, but he's he killing mercenaries. Trying to kill Pin- yeah, he's only killing people that are trying to kill him. He's killing bad people, so I don't really give a fuck. Yeah, so he's he's yeah, he's, he's, not- he's a savior amongst men. Yeah. Yes, I, and women. I agree. Um, <laughs> and I don't know. And children. Do. And puppies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We're going to keep How going. How far are we taking this? <laughs> okay. Yes. And Komodo dragons. Got it. Uh, okay. I was thinking of Guam um, personally. Yeah. Don't let them enough. bite you. Um, I don't know where Wes or and Anthony the got the bulk of their stuff from, but I did get a lot of my shit from the fandom website. Yep. Um, I'm currently. For, for all of them. So for my. Yeah, that's where I got for my, my villain. Okay, so Nathan Drake on fandom is described, and this is perfect. He is described as a professional treasure hunter uh, who is a deep sea salvage expert and action pro with a knack for surviving by the skin of his teeth, known for being quick witted and immensely lucky in the face of danger. And he possesses a deep knowledge of history, having spent basically all his life studying it. So that is a really, in a nutshell, breaks down who Nathan Drake is. And uh, like I said, I did do. So Lara Croft and Indiana Jones. Got it. Absolutely. Well, when you now has anyone played four? No, I no, have one? it. Okay. I have I, actually, I have yet to play it. F- good enough. Like I I play I have not finished the fourth one, which I would love to. I only played the first couple chapters, which is perfect because that's when you Was it learn good? the bolt. Absolutely. It's just something else. I actually I think I just started it bef- before we ended up in the hospital having Cameron. So that's oh, fair. stopped everything. Mm. Um, that's fair. But I, but the cool thing is, especially for this episode, is that the parts that I did play are the parts that broke down the bits of the story that you don't get from the first three. Because the way it works is, so when you play Uncharted 1, you're already playing, you know, an adult Nathan Drake. Yeah, like it's you're an adult you, on a boat. Not, <laughs> yeah, it's not until you get to the third game, which Anthony's going to be covering, uh, that you get. No, you, no, I'm just covering the villain. Well, you're covering the villain from the game, but my point is you're covering the villain from the Look, game. Look, I can. Fill don't in give the rest me too shit. much credit there, pal. <laughs> That's fine. You're but not that third, guy, pal. But... You're not that guy. <laughs> you're not that guy, pal. Uh, actually, I am that guy this time. But um, so it's not until you get to the third game that you actually play a lot of the backstory and you come into a younger, uh, I think he's a teenage Nathan Drake. But then when you play Uncharted Four you get from him all the way back. So what you learn, some of the childhood of Nathan Drake, and this, this is important as you move along. So like, like they said, he was actually born Nathan Morgan in 1975. He's the second son of American archaeologist Cassandra Morgan and her husband. 
1980, when he was five, his mother had been suffering from an unknown terminal illness, which soon led to her suicide. Uh, up after her suicide, um, Nathan and Samuel, Samuel's brother, uh, their father decided to give up his hold on them and surrender his sons to the state. Not long afterwards, they were entrusted to the St. Francis Boys Home, a Catholic orphanage ran by nuns and priests. All of their mother's possessions, including her archaeological works, were later sold by their father. So you spend the next two years in this orphanage, and the orphanage is actually where you start Uncharted 4. So you play a little bit uh, through uh, through the orphanage. Um, this is where, like, this is where Nate hones his, his like, free-running parkour skills that you use <laughs> recklessly throughout all of the games. Hardcore this, parkour. This is, yeah. This is this is essentially where he perfected that. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna speed forward a little bit because there are some things that aren't necessarily important. Uh, but eventually he wants to know more about you know his mother and stuff like that. So he breaks into the house containing his mother's journal, uh, him and his brother. Uh, the two are confronted by the mansion's owner, who first mistakes them as trespassers and calls the cops. However, as soon as they tell them their story, the owner apologizes for misunderstanding and reveals to them that she was a friend of their mom's and gives them the journal where they learn the story of Francis Drake and how Francis Drake, or so his mother assumed or really thought, is that uh, Francis Drake had two heirs, being Nate and his brother. Um and upon hearing the story is when the both of them decided to change their name to Nathan and Samuel Drake instead of Morgan and to uh, then pursue um, Sir Francis Drake's prized possession, which is the ring uh, that he's always wearing. Uh, Sick Parvis Magna, I think it says greatness from small beginnings that you see in the first game and is actually part of the story in the third game. Uh, that's where it starts as you try to steal that ring out of the museum. So that's like the, the major backstory on on Nate is that you know he started off in an orphanage after his mother committed suicide upon hearing the story about Sir Francis Drake which is what kicks off all the events of all of these games um again it it works backwards if you if you think about it because then when you get into his adolescent years in the third game is when he meets Sully who teaches him how to be let's just say a better thief <laughs> a more cunning thief not so obvious <laughs> so that's how got to learn tricks works. of the trade man yeah, so through honing his parkour skills, you know, running around in the orphanage and, you know, brushing up on history and learning all of this stuff, um, that's what leads us into the first game. And Wes is going to take the villain of the first game, Mr. Navarro. Yeah, so... Um, well, I don't know his last name. I know his first name is Navarro. I don't no, know his, his last name is Navarro. Oh, it is? I thought his first name was no, Navarro. No, his first name oh, well, is... Oh, well, maybe his name is Navarro Navarro. That would be cool, wouldn't it? Actually, <laughs> Sorry. But um, Atok Navarro is his name. A T O Q. A T O Q. Okay. Yeah, and um, he, yes, he is the main antagonist in Drake's Fortune, which is the first game came, that came out in two thousand seven, I believe. Um, he ran the mercenary army for Gabriel Roman, who was, you know, essentially the secondary antagonist. You mean, but the big, but um, he was Navarro's boss. Uh, so yeah. the fir- um, I didn't know if you had anything else to add to that. I was just going to say, in, in like a lot of the way these games work, Roman is basically the guy with the money. <laughs> the guy with that, the money tells the guy works. that likes to kill people to go kill him, and then yada, yada, yada. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, um, the first time you do see him is in the Amazon Rainforest into um, in the one chapter that is called A Surprising Find. 
Uh, you see him after you got done exploring the German U-boat that was stuck in the river. And by that point, he already had some guns pulled on you and he took your map as well as your weapon. And they were already holding Sully. Um, when you were able to go ahead and have the submarine explode, it gave you a chance to get out of the, I mean, the fucking haul ass. But, um, I mean, good for that because as always for Nathan Drake, things happen at the most opportune times. Gotta love being the hero. Absolutely. And and I just want to add something. You know what really pissed me off in that game? And it pisses me off in movies too because it always works out like this. And this is something I believe they took from national treasure it's one of those things where somehow the bad guy always seems to capitalize off of all the things that the good guy figures out it's like every time nicholas cage figured out something in national treasure that yeah. the bad guy would find him take all the information that he spent half an hour figuring out and then just ha- is the same thing with navarro in the first game is like he always finds you after you find out the secret or after you find out the clue or the next clue that's when he ends up finding you drove me fucking nuts <laughs> Now, later on in the game, you do have a point that Navarro is talking with Roman and Eddie Raja, who is another enemy in the game. And they're essentially like Navarro's freaking out because something's killing his men and he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. And, you know, I mean, he's just losing his shit when it comes down to it. Mm. So um, after Navarro got chastised for uh, relying on Sully, because in the first game, I mean, you have some sketchy shit with Sully who... Because like, we're dude, trying to, it not, has, their games have been out forever. I feel like we can. Oh, seven. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah. it's, dude, yeah, it's, it's been out for a stretch. It's been out for what, 15 years? <laughs> yeah. We'll give you a spoiler alert anyway. Yeah. But. So, spoiler alert five, four, three, two, one. All right. Yeah. So, Sully was a little bit of a backstabbing motherfucker in the, in, you mean, in the first game because, you know, I mean, he was, look, man, he's in it for himself. You mean, that's Sully. That's, you mean, it's always what it is. You mean, he, he's always looking at one or two angles when he, when everybody else only sees one. Mm. So, <clears throat> yeah. Um, oh, shit. Where was I? I do apologize. Yeah. So, Navarro, um, yeah, he was real fucking pissed about, uh, about everything with Sully and relying on Sully. So, um, you mean, because what everybody's looking for, they're looking for El Dorado. At first, it was believed that El Dorado was a city, obviously the city of gold. But what they ended up finding in the game, and Andy, tell, tell me if I'm right or wrong on this, because once again, it's been a long ass time since I played the game. Yeah. Um, El Dorado ended up being like a a thing, not necessarily. It, yeah, it ended up being a, a golden idol, a golden idol that had a, I mean, that had a like some type of bio weapon inside that caused. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That caused like zomb- zombification, I believe is the technical yeah, term. Es- es- essentially, is uh, you know me, I'm always know, a scientist. Yeah, it was basically it was essentially filled with like an ancient curse. Basically, is what was in that thing, like an old ancient diseased curse that just overtook everybody. And you can imagine, I'm sure you have it in your notes. If not, I can go a little further. But you, what Navarro wanted to do with all that? Oh no, he wanted to sell it on the black market. I mean, he, of you course, because that's what they do, dude. <laughs> right? He's a merc. You know what I mean? Yo, exactly. all all he wants is money. So, um, needless to say, Nathan Drake stops his plan. Uh, Navarro ends up getting his uh, leg caught in a um oh shit, what the hell was it? Uh, in a helicopter, and he, <laughs> he got drugged to the bottom of some of some water. So, yeah. um, it was a little tragic for him. But one of the things I actually thought was really cool when it came down to this character is the person who played him. So the person who played him, his name is Robin Atkin Downs. Mm-hmm. 
and he was born in London, raised in London, but he got his Master of Fine Arts degree at Temple. Oh, wow. So this dude actually has roots. Yes. And, you know, I mean, this guy actually has, you know, I mean, some ties to the local area. And I just thought that was really, really cool. Um, he also has uh, you know, I mean, he's done a handful of um of roles. Uh, he's he's voiced a handful of characters like a character named Ak from How to Train Your Dragon. You had um David in the English movie. dub of Steam Boy was another one. Manchester okay. Black in the Superman vs. Batman, uh, no, Superman vs. the Elites, which was a twisted fucking movie. It was so good. It's part of the run of DC, which is where their animated stuff was better than anything Marvel could ever do, which pretty much is still the case. But um, yeah, man, that's that's mainly my part when it comes down to talking about this uh, this franchise. Okay, yeah. So Nav- that battle at the end of Uncharted one with navarro is is wild so like wes said there's just a a little lead in like you get all the way to the end you basically end up fighting him on this giant um this giant ship it's like a i don't know if it's it might be an aircraft carrier i think uh if i remember correctly it's just some sort of cargo ship and you fight him it's a freighter it just it just says you're a large freighter okay and once you once you get to the very end when it's just you and him um there's a, a helicopter that crashed on part of the freighter. And that's where you're fighting him at. And once you have like the final sequence, he gets his leg caught in like uh, a cable that's attached to the helicopter. And then the helicopter goes over and just drags him and the idol completely underwater. Um, but it is, it's a wild, it's a wild battle. That's, that's fun. He's got this like super high powered sniper rifle that just like, you have to hide behind cover and he just, he blows up the cover as you fucking hop back and forth. It's, it's wild. But, um, moving on to uncharted two, which is the game that I took. It's actually, I, th- it's out of the first three. It's my favorite in the franchise. So I'm happy that I got that one. As soon as Wes said, I'll take the first one. I was like, Ooh, okay. I'm good with this. I mean, like it wasn't hard for um, me to pick that one because I haven't played the other ones. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? At least this one I have so, some type of familiarity so, with. You so should. And it's funny because Clyburn and I, uh, Clyburn from the, the Twisted Cape, uh, we were actually just talking about it because he jumped back into yes, he Uncharted did. not long ago. And he was saying how excited he was when he got to 2 because of just how much. Like, you can give this game credit because the first game was fantastic, but the little things that made it tough, they really cleaned up for the second one. So it, it was a lot more fun of an experience. But in Uncharted 2 Among Thieves, I have the villain whose name is Zoran Lazarevich. Uh, he was born 1963 in Serbia. His first appearance, well, his first and only appearance is in, is in Uncharted 2. I'll let you figure out what that means. Uh, he was voiced by Graham McTavish. Have you ever heard of him, Wes? Yes, I believe I have. Yeah, okay. I'm, I have a couple of things. He was so uh... Graham McTavish. He was uh, Dwalin in the Hobbit trilogy. He was, uh, he actually was Loki in various Marvel animated projects. Okay. So he voiced Loki. So that could very well be part of like the What If series. Mm-hmm. And he also voiced another Uncharted character, Charlie Cutter, in Uncharted 3, which I had no idea. So, but he's got a long, he's got a long list. Um, so Zoran Lazarevich, his profession, he is a Serbian military commander. And his goal in this game, as is yours, you are looking for Shambhala and the Chintamani Stone. Now, the Chintamani Stone uh, in in Buddhist and, and Hindu culture, in both societies, the stone is said to be a wish-fulfilling jewel. 
According to the Buddhist religion, the stone fell from the sky inside a chest filled with several other relics, and the king of Tibet at the time would go on to claim these relics and then later explain to him by two traveling strangers. And the two travelers explained to the king that the stone manifests itself into whatever one desires. So you can imagine why something like that would be hunted by a mercenary. (laughs) Of course. So basically you are in a race to get to that thing before Zoran does because obviously you're going to have way more wholesome ideas for that thing than uh, than he would. So Zoran Lazarevich, born in former Yugoslavia, he participated in uh, the Yugoslavian wars as a Soviet intelligence officer. His uniform and equipment is stereotypical of volunteers. During or after the war, Lazarevich was hunted and targeted by NATO. Uh, he survived the assassination attempt, although he would always bear scars on the right side of his body from the bombing. At some point later, he began to search for Shambhala, wanting to consume a special resin that comes from uh, that comes from there uh, in order to become unstoppable. So, basically, he wanted it to, you know, have eternal life. Uh, he spent millions of dollars in his search for the lost city. However, his search went in vain as he could not find any trails to Shambhala, and uh, this is where, uh, except for I'm sorry, except for files he found from the famous um, adventurer traveler Marco Polo. Lazarevich hid the fact that he was after the resin itself, claiming he was only after the Chintamani stone. Now, the fact that his, basically his hunt for this thing was halted because he was too stupid to figure out what the fuck these clues meant, is when he um, enlisted the help of Harry Flynn, who is who you meet in the beginning of the name. Well, Harry Flynn and Chloe Frazier, who become, you have something, Wes? Yeah, I do. So I I decided to look a little bit more into Graham uh, McTavish. Um, Anthony. You have you said you watched the Castlevania series on Netflix? Yes. Yeah. So Graham McTavish he voices Dracula in yes. that series. Yes, he does. Like that's that's fucking nuts. That's pimp. Have you ever seen it Did yourself? I, no, I have, dude. It's watch one of the it. ones you and I've talked about that I need to watch get into it tonight. Watch it. Um. Sorry. Continue. No, you're fine. So he enlists the help of <laughs> Harry Flynn and Chloe Frazier, who. Um, just so happened to know Nathan Drake. And that is how Uncharted 2 begins. You end up on a beach, and Harry Flynn approaches Nate with, you know, this stuff from Marco Polo and saying, hey, you know, I have, you know, we have a link to this thing in the museum, and, it, you know, it could be this whole thing. And obviously that's the, that's right there is the type of shit that gets Nate hard. So, you know, he was in on it. <laughs> So, you know, he was all about it, not knowing that Harry Flynn was working for a crazed, deranged Serbian commander. And, um, you know, you find that out later on. But there's a, you know, there's a huge, fun, epic battle at the end of Uncharted 2 um, against Lazarevich, which is, um, it's tough. It's it's definitely tough, especially when you get to, like, the different difficulties that I played on to be able to platinum the damn thing. It's definitely a wild experience, but uh, Zoran is crazy, and his whole army, you know, it wasn't like, you know, when you played the first game, some stupid people that didn't quite know what they were doing. Like, they were just your, they were just your average henchmen, is basically what they were. Um, When you play Uncharted 2, you're going against, you know, military, with military-grade weapons, and and, you know, much different tactics where they try to flank you and stuff like that, so it it was a whole different ballgame, but that was Uncharted 2 and Vic and I keep saying Victor and Zoran Lazarevich. I don't know why Lazarevich feels like he should be a Victor, but 
whatever Zoran Lazarevich, and then we will move straight. You know, if you look at his, un- if you actually look at his on Uncharted Three, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick up there. If you look at his picture, he looks like a Victor. <laughs> right? like, it's not just me. No, no, he no. Like, he he look he looks like he looks like a uh, a Victor. Hello, <laughs> hello. My now, name is Victor. In, in fairness, I, in fairness, I feel like I could see a Zoran looking like that too. But well, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe he's Zoran Victor Lazarevich. It, it's possible. <laughs> but, um, uh, so, so we're gonna go into Uncharted Three. Um, this is where I take over, and my main antagonist is Catherine Marlowe, also dun, known dun, as dun. Scary Poppins and Your Majesty, and that Marlowe woman. Big cunt. <laughs> Um, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> that Marlowe woman. Well, you guys know me. I always run the breakdown yeah. of the Absolutely. actual character yeah. itself. Her occupation, she is the leader of a secret hermetic order. Uh, she is, uh, she's got complete genius intelligence, uh, maintaining uh, uh, leadership, manipulation, sophistication, cunning, resources, and knowledge of Queen Elizabeth's past. Uh, by the way, her hobbies are toying with Nathan Drake and plotting. Uh, also, facts. <laughs> also, her goals uh, are like lo- are to locate the jinn from Arm uh, of the Pillars, which anyway, and then bring society under control by using the jinn's hallucinogenic powers. Um, we'll get into that in a little bit. Her crimes, by the way, uh, attempted murder through her men, uh, kidnapping, attempted global conquest, <laughs> attempted mass subjugation, arson, brainwashing, extortion, espionage, uh, psychological abuse, assault, theft, forgery, treason, treason, sorry, treason, and, treason, and conspiracy. If you're curious, if you're curious, the type of if you're curious, the type of villain she is, she is sophisticated. She's a sophisticated mastermind. So uh, a lot of like okay. shit. Yeah, nothing. A lot of a lot of like, nothing, nothing like too crazy. Nothing too serious. Nothing that's going to land you more than a hundred years in jail. <laughs> um. So yes, Kathleen Marlowe is a sinister, manipulative, and coldly calculating leader of a secret hermetic order that was formed four hundred years ago by Queen Elizabeth. Um. I went over what her mission was. Is basically to find. Mm-hmm. And and harness the power of the jinn uh, and use it against her enemies. Now, uh, there's not too much on background for her, but I'll go into what I do have. <clears throat> um, she became uh, the member of the Hermetic Order, uh, the secret society established by Queen Elizabeth to control Britain's enemies through deception and fear. Uh, she learned about the powers of the uh, Aram. Aram, yeah, Aram of Pillars, uh, where King Solomon used the jinn against his enemies, uh, but learned that the water was contaminated and gave people hallucinations. Um, sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, during her twenties, <laughs> during the twenty years before the events of Drake's Deception, which is the third game, um, she presumably recruited. Talbot into the order. Now, really quick, I am going to get into who Talbot is. He is the secondary antagonist in the third uh, Uncharted game. Um, Just a little synopsis of him. Uh, He is her right-hand man and a high-ranking agent in the order. Uh, The two attempt to find the pillars and retrieve the brass vessel containing the spirits of the djinn. Um, He is also voiced and Motion captured by Robin Atkins Downs. I think we heard that name earlier, did we not? I think that was Wes, right? 
I think Wes said yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So he also played Talbot, which is pretty cool. Really? Wait, yeah, oh, that's, so who, was he the guy that voiced yours too? Yeah. Voiced and mo-capped um, Navarro. Yeah. So, so there you go. Damn, so he played both. Good at, he's really good at being evil. Fuck. So that's pretty cool. Um, so that's who Talbot is, really quick. Um, uh, Talbot is, uh, sorry, Marlo is Talbot's mentor, just like Sully is to Drake. Um, if people don't know who Sully is really quick, I think, did one of you guys talk about who he is really quick or no? No. No, we, no, we didn't. We just we we literally kinda, brought him up. Okay. We kind of didn't talk. I don't, I don't know why we did. I feel like, I feel like thinking Sully. thinking about that now. stupid as shit. Um, I we feel like Sully is. Uh, he's, I mean, he's very important to the story of all the yeah. Wars, so, well, I don't need pictures. I need information. Jesus fuck, so, Victor Sullivan. His <laughs> name is Victor Sullivan. Okay. Um. Anyway, his occupation is a treasure hunter, businessman, United States Navy serviceman. If you did not know, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, really quick, here's a list of his ages. If you were interested. Wow, that's really weird. But anyway, in the beginning of the game of the Uncharted 3, he's 40. Uncharted Drake's fortune, he's actually 56. Uncharted 2, he's 59. Uncharted 3, the main portion of the game, he is 60. Uncharted 4, he's projected to be 63 to 65. Hmm. Um, and in the what, Uncharted movie, he's projected to be Mark Wahlberg. Right, which <laughs> would just be whatever the like hell Mark the, Wahlberg is. Well, which... Like 50? Which would put him, I guess, at 50. Man, that's so weird. 40-something. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, dude, Funky Bunch was a long time ago. I know. <laughs> anyway, that's a little bit of Sully. Really good guy. Stand-up stand up gentleman, if that's what you want to say. Um, Holy shit. I yeah. lost where I was. No. Okay. So while you're while you're finding where you were, um, for, yes, Kat- for uh, Catherine Marlowe, I was I, w- I was looking at the person who um voiced her and mo her. Oh, I have all that info. You know, it was. A... Don't take that from me. Then I won't, Dang, bro. Don't take I, that from me. Yo, I have yo, all that info. Honest, I'm gonna get yo, into honestly, that. Honestly, dude, I'm losing it when I'm looking back at her filmography. Like, holy shit. Yeah, she's she has done a lot. Wow. Well, um, so okay, we're gonna. Who she was portrayed by is Ro- is Rosalind Ayers, who also has an extensive filmography um, since God, 1972. We'll, yeah, starting back in 1972, Home and Away. Um, here we go. We'll go. We'll go into the. Uh, we'll go into the 80s. Uh, 1994 is Black Beauty. 1997 Titanic. She played Lady Duff Gordon. Um, now what I find now here this is this is something that I find interesting. She does the voice in she does two voices in video games, one in 2005 and then Nathan Drake or Drake's Deception in 2011. That is quite interesting. Now in 2005 she plays Queen Elizabeth in The Age of Empires 3. How now, funny is that given her character in it's crazy, right? Yes, it's wild, yeah. dude. Uh, by the way, she's she's still not done um, acting. She just did a movie in 2020. It looks like it's Kate and Kate, Kate and Koji. And, Kate and Koji, yeah. yeah. So she's she's still active in everything else, she's which is which is really cool. Yeah, uh, it's that's really cool. Yeah, currently 75 years old, man. 
Still kicking. And okay, pl- still I think I found away. a little bit. So, Marlo's first appearance after Nathan Drake and Victor Sullivan defeat her men in a bar brawl in London. Uh, but they are cornered outside after ugly banter between the three. She forcibly takes what she thinks is Sir Francis Drake's ring. Uh, though it turns out to be a fake, as she goes to leave, Drake and Sully try to follow, but are shot and seemingly killed by Charlie Cutler, who is left behind uh, as punishment. Um, back in the present, Drake, Sully, Chloe, and Cutter, uh, who is actually an old friend of Sully's and acting as a double agent, follow Marlowe's trail to her underground lair uh, where they retrieve the cipher disc. Learn that she's looking for Aram of the Pillars, also known as Ubar, a uh, quest previously undertaken by Sir Francis and T.E. Lawrence, and use the disc to search for clues to its location. Andy, you look like you're foaming at the mouth of, to, like, input here so please do no 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 there's no input it's just it's just here every time i hear more about this game yeah it makes me want to play it again just because i this is one of the very few games that finds a way to blend like real history with, with like yeah a fun video games so like you learn cool shit along the way now yeah. is all of it real no not no, all but, of it is, but they but they they have sir, done like, a sir very Francis, good yes yeah, i do Drake agree and lawrence of arabia and, and all that shit lawrence of arabia specifically in your game um, I just, I so do cool. agree that going back and even if you played them on easy just to get the full story, story. again would be fun. Not even it, to like, yeah. not even to play yeah. it. If you just want to, if you after you hear this episode and you have played them and you want to go back and play them, play them on the easiest difficulty so you can literally just enjoy oh, the story. Yeah, and that's that's literally what it's for. And it's yes, it's Wes. So easy. What do you got? So I mean, I'm just looking at um Catherine Marlowe, and she has a. Yeah, Very I know, much I know what you're like a say. like a Meryl Streep or like a um uh, Helen Mirren. He, yeah, Helen Mirren. Like, absolutely. Or Helen dude, you even um, by the way, that's like that's like my old hottie, like old hottie crush. Yo, dude, yo, <laughs> yo, for real. Like, like, oh yo, my god, looks, that ass! Like, dude, she yeah, looks bro. fantastic. And like, yeah, I keep on looking at her. She's like, absolutely wow. beautiful. She's absolutely beautiful. Damn. Not, not, like not, not fucking like the lady we're talking about. We're talking about. I'm, t- I'm talking about my. You're old talking about. Yes, I know. Cat. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I need to figure out mine now. What are the qualifications for or the like for a old hottie crush? Like, what's the age have to like over what? It doesn't matter. I mean, I would say anything sixteen above. Sixteen above. Okay. I think sixteen above. Sixteen above. Sixteen above, above qualifies. Yeah. I mean, shit. You can. Do you realize how many? Her? Do you realize how many women from like fucking like eighties rock band videos that now qualify for that? <laughs> yeah. Well, who, what's her? Wait. Okay. Uh, Any one of the bitches in Sir Mix-a-Lot's video? Okay, we are so going <laughs> off topic here, and I don't even care. Who, uh, what the hell is, her, what's her last name? I think it's like Vergara? Verga- Sophia Vergara? How old she is she? 60 yet? No, not there yet. I'll find Wes, out. please, please. No way. <laughs> She's up there, dude. She's in her 50s. She is 50. Oh, she is 50? She is 50. <laughs> Okay, well, and she's ten years. Right? I would say okay. sixty and above for sure, because I think Helen Mirren is is like seventy, or late sixties, early seventies. I mean, I could be wrong, and but I'm I'm pretty sure I'm close. Mid to late sixties, maybe even early seventies. Dude, this fucking list. Oh my god. Wesley so, found a list. I, I feel found like this a list, list of we sh- stunning we celebrity after. women over sixty. Okay? We should go after this. This we can talk about this. Well, Andy said he's got to bounce afterwards. Wes, you and I can talk about this afterwards. If you want. Just, I'm just going to do this real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Christy Brinkley, Kim <gasps> oh, Basinger, Jacqueline Smith, Celia Ward, Raquel Welch. Dude, Raquel Welch, come the fuck on, man, bro. Celia Ward, like. 
I, I like Celia Ward, and I think she's a great actress, but, like, she's starting to look like a Buick seat. Like, she's gotten so much Jesus work done, bro. <laughs> she's had so much work done. Like, her, like there's she's no... By the way, seat. tonight's episode is Grandma's Love Interest. <laughs> <laughs> Heroes and Just, Villains, Grandma's Love Interest. Right. Yeah, that's it, dude. Kim Basinger is almost 70. Where have I been? Uh, uh, right. In your house. Living under a couch seat. But the, the the face that I made is I had no idea that Julia Lewis Dreyfus was 61. Oh, yeah. What? Anybody over 60, bud. There you go. Elaine she's is th- over 60? Yeah, she's still cooking. She might be mine right now. I mean, look, yo, Veep turned it around for her, so. Yeah, I, all right. That's all I got, dude. <laughs> I've literally, I've, lo- I've lost it. <laughs> you, 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 you hit it all. You, what? We go from talking about Uncharted, now I'm looking up hot 60-year-old so <laughs> I feel like, can you do me a favor, please, and share oh your God. Google search with your wife later? <laughs> please. I will. Cause I don't, I mean, I will too. I'm just saying, I think it's going to, it's, I feel I like, I feel like we need to, ha- yeah, I feel like we need to do that and then have that conversation next week on the podcast. <laughs> next week, next week's podcast is conversations with wife about hold hot old women. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna rock with Julia for now because I could do this shit forever. Anyway, so let's get back to the topic at hand. So yeah, that I mean, you hit everything with uh with Uncharted Three. That <laughs> that game. Now I think you I know because they have the trilogy out that you can actually play. Oh, uh, dude, it's on our. It's part of the collection. Correct. I think so, yeah, I'm just so gonna fucking do it. I think I'm just gonna do it, bro. You got. I know. I was stu- doing. Bro, yeah, you were, I you did. were actually streaming it, and I was enjoying this. I was shit streaming, out of and you know that. what's fucking wild is I was doing that it was on a good Saturdays. Time. It was it was uh, Uncharted Saturdays, and bro, I was averaging like fucking ten people. I was averaging yeah, was, like yo, that, yeah, that shit was a blast, a lot, man. It was but it was fun. like no. rant. I had two people that I knew were watching. It was you two, and like the other fucking yeah. like seven to eight were randos. I was like, wow, this is pretty cool, dude. You were you wild. were killing it, and I had so much fun doing that too. And if you've never, is that the only one of the three that you've played? Is the first one? No, I played the f- the first two. You played the first two, okay. And I played, I think, um, a portion of this one because the bar scene in the beginning of the game kind of remind. I I'm kind of like remembering some of that, so I'm, oh, pr- dude, I'm pretty sure I played the, like the beginning. So yeah, I think I played that the very so beginning, good. which is the opening scene of the bar fight. I'm pretty sure I played the opening scene, and I was like, yeah, something came up, and I was like, oh, probably never. These play this games again. are <laughs> the way their difficulties are are broken up too. Is that literally? Anybody of any skill level could play this game because oh I, I do probably believe, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> I, I'm pretty I sure they it. have a difficulty that's either casual or even easier than casual. That's literally easy. just so you can just so you can enjoy the story, which is like a it auto aims and it's like one shot kill on everybody. Yeah. So which it's, is it's, I'm, it's, I'm it's essentially God mode, but it's all there just to let you. I mean, run through the story and 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 enjoy for, storytelling. Honestly, you, so you wouldn't even you wouldn't even need that because honestly, for people like us who are but here's pretty the thing. damn good at these games, you playing it on normal would be like most other people playing it on casual. Yeah, but if you played it literally on the assist. easiest difficulty and you really wanted to like run through, it would op- it would give you the opportunity to enjoy the story. And if you really wanted to be a treasure hunter, you could find it. You could take your time finding all the treasures because you don't have to worry about yeah, fucking yeah. dying. Yeah, so, oh, absolutely. There's that but, too. Um, um, yeah, the game the game fuck. does a great job at Damn. at blending history with humor and action. There's so much funny shit in that game. Nathan Drake is like he might be pound for pound one of the most hilarious protagonists in a game. Like I in can, a game that's I can, not in a game in a game that's I was gonna not say I can get behind that to be like fu- like anyone in like Borderlands is meant to be funny like they're meant to be 
comically ridiculously funny. Yeah, no, no, no. But like, I, I do agree with you in in that aspect. That he's 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 up there. He's um, definitely up there. He's not. Yeah, he's not like. Uh, I'm trying to th- like I'm trying to think like who was. I'm trying to now. I'm trying to think of like other movies that were like this game where they were extremely witty and and stuff like that. And it definitely like it wasn't any yeah. like the. I'm no, just trying closest, to think. There's not much. The closest thing that would hmm. come to mind would be the National Treasure movies. That's yeah. the closest thing. That's the closest. Yeah. Into which yeah. they weren't necessarily witty. You know yeah, what I mean? It was witty, but there were no like there were. There it was were, clever, yeah, there were, but yeah, there were clever and funny moments. They they focused a little more, which is fine because I love those movies. They focused though. more on the they history. Focused more on the history. Yeah. Yeah, which, which is fine. Which is, yeah, which is good. Which is fine, and that's and that's a lot of what I like in this game. It's just like you know, funny enough, this is this goes a, a, a little off topic, but it's not too far. Alex and I were talking about um. Pawn Stars the other day because I was watching it. And God, I miss that show. I haven't watched that show in so I long. <laughs> Dude, it's it's on literally all day. Yeah, <laughs> all day every day. I remember and going so past that place when I, I was in Vegas too. That's Alex no. too. And and she was and we, we were talking about. It. She was like, all these people that go in to like sell this shit. She was like, most of these people just want their money. Like they they don't give a fuck about all the history of these things that they run through. I'm like, no, but like that's the shit that I like watching the show. Of course, that's I why it's on the history for, But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like watching it and hearing like the background on these things. And that's what I like about this game so much is that like I'm playing a video game, but I also get to learn some cool history. Again, a lot of it isn't all, you know, isn't true. There's a lot of truth, but then there's a lot of stuff that's, you know, mi- you know, myths and, yeah. you know, just different stories <laughs> that you get from different religions, which is all, which is also fun. But, they, they they blend it perfectly, you know, with the action and with the um, platforming and all that. And I yeah. hope to God that you're serious about getting back into it now that you're coming to the end of, you know, whatever you're. Nope, I drew. started a new game. We'll we'll oh, get into that next week. Oh, yeah, I forgot. We'll we get into that game. next week. We're, yeah. I mean, we're keeping this one just 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 um, just content. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's. That's it. That's that's Nate and. The Zoran, aka Victor, and and Navarro and Marlo and Talbot. Etok Navarro. Etok Navarro. I think that's how you say it. I actually have no idea. Probably. I'm sure I'll hear from uh, Alex. I mean, he'll definitely tell me because I mean, this is his. This is like his his favorite franchise of all time. I thought his favorite franchise was Mortal Kombat. I mean, Mortal Kombat is I mean the one that he's run with the longest. But when it, but like I mean, he has an actual like uh, Uncharted tattoo. Oh, that's sick. Oh yeah. Da- Davi does too. She has. I'm pretty sure she has sick Parvis Magna tattooed. On oh yeah, I forgot about something. that. I forgot about that. Yeah. All right, yeah. so it is that time, y'all. We're coming close to the end. So now I'm gonna let y'all know how you can connect <laughs> with CGC. You can jump on the website, which is consolegamingcrew.com, or hit us up on email, which is consolegamingcrew at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at consolecrew. Easiest place to go ahead and hit us up. Uh, our YouTube and Instagram are both console gaming crew. Um, you already heard in the beginning of the episode, bossrush.net. It is the best place to find anything content wise for any and all basically things, gaming and nerd and just all that type of culture, man. It's all good. And just their whole thing is be better, man. And they definitely work hard to get there. So bossrush.net, it's boss rush network. Also, we have our Twitch, which is CGC Podcast. We have my co-op Monday nights, which I currently... We just finished up uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. So, going to figure out what else we're going to do from this point on. I'm not entirely sure yet. And I think we might have temporarily found the end of Fun Friday. It kind of felt like it a little bit on... I mean, last night. 
Probably the uh, end of the Fun oh, Friday nah, streams nah, nah, a little nah. bit. Nah, nah, nah. No, no. Nah, nah, nah. nah. <clears throat> I was about to say, man, because I could start fucking with some until dawn. It's Friday coming oh, up. Oh, well, if that's the case, I then mean, yeah, we're maybe. done. Then, <laughs> we're done. I, I have no problem. I think Freaky Friday that. needs to come back. I really do. Um, it's something until, oh, it's something I actually yep. miss for some fucked up reason. Wow. Well, oh, then we're doing we, it. Yeah. Next, we, this we just, upcoming Friday then needs to happen. I have a few things that I want to add to the stream so that way people can try to spook me. So we'll go ahead and uh, kind of see how it goes. Let's 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 do it. The, f- the transformation is complete. We have officially taken this boy over. No, when it comes to these. No, no, because look, I am very curious on what it's going to be like with me now with my current anxiety uh, mediating situations. So let's see what happens. It doesn't matter. It's going to shoot. You're going to shit yourself. Listen, you just <laughs> got to do me a favor and you have to play the game like I played and like Andy played. You have to play in the dark. Hundred percent. I mean, I'm like going to play in the dark. 100% look, the dark. Look, I got to keep the ring light on so that way people can see me when I stream. But oh, other than you, that, you, it'll that be, it'll bright be dark. enough. I think I think a TV will be bright enough. They'll be able to see. We'll you. We'll see. I don't know. I, we'll I, I don't know because that that game's super dark. Mm. Like everything in that game Maybe. is dark. Maybe even like even the snow. Like that's about <laughs> as bright as you get. <laughs> nah. So, so yeah, um, look, there is a very good chance that that could happen this week coming up. So we'll. We'll talk about it and we'll see. And also, I do really want to ask y'all, if you like what we do, if you appreciate what we do, throw just us a fucking, comment. Fucking five stars, out. man. Yo, just let us know. Cause fucking find me and fight me, bud. <laughs> We're not doing a Donnie Brooks. God damn. Just, There's no Donnie Brook happening. In the, just punch me in the mouth. Just fucking punch me in the mouth. All right, y'all. Um, I really hope you guys enjoyed this one. This was fun. Uh, until next time, please, y'all, stay safe. Wash your hands. Mask up. Do what you got to do to feel good. It's all about feeling good, y'all. And as always, game on. Okay, bye. Game on, y'all. Be good. Peace.